0: Welcome to the relevance of now with William Limbell. My name is Michael Connell. I'll be hosting. Welcome, William. Hey, Monster Michael. How's it going? How's everything going for you? It's really going wonderful. Thank you. Let's get into today's topic on being present versus being your presence. What's the first thing that presents to you? When we talk about the difference of being present
1: versus being your presence. Well, one thing is so many dear ones kind of stop at times to be in the now moment. Which is awesome. So you stop, you take a breath. Ah, you assess everything going on around. This person's going through this, that one's going through that, this one, dear one's wanting this. Just dear ones wanting that. And where we stop, we look at the walls in the room. We stop even at times and we feel what's going on in your bodies, which is awesome because we got to start somewhere. And then what happens after that is you stop, you take a breath. I prefer through your nose, all the way going down through your lower abdomen. Just taking a breath, holding, inhale for 12, hold for 12. And now just slowly exhaling through your mouth, like you're trying to blow out a candle, gently. Now let's become aware of absolutely everything going on around. Because as you're becoming present, you start to even step-by-step, unveilment after unveilment, you start to become more and more aware that a thought, it's only that. It is only a thought. You start to become aware that you have a thought. You start to become aware that you're not the thought. It's something coming at you, into you. That the mind is constantly scanning and scanning and scanning. Looking for any form of perception or reality. And when we become present like that, What a beautiful gift it is, is a whole other notch in the belt of arising and arising through your ascending through the ascension lattice work. So you're ascending, which is increasing in vibrational frequencies because now you're not being pulled to the left, you're not being pulled to the right, you're not being pulled forward, you're not being pulled back. You wake up and you become aware, which is priceless. But then, We welcome forth our presence. Our presence responds to you being present right here, right now, in the relevance of the now. The only thing that is actually true about yourself is right here, right now, to welcome forth our presence. And what happens is we start to incarnate through the body, through the soul, through the mind. Through the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, we start to automatically disengage from the soul fragmentations that have been pulled over here, pulled over there. I think I should, uh, I must, I have to, gotta do, must do for survival. And then we start to realize hey, everything is really okay right here, right now. And then what happens? We incarnate that. Then we start to expand through the body. To where we start to expand a foot out, two feet out, three feet out, sometimes a hundred feet out, sometimes a thousand feet out. Well, now we start to become aware through our presence that all of the world is happening around you, not to you, not even because of you. Become that light beingness within ourselves. Regardless of what is going on around us, regardless of what their ones are experiencing around you, regardless of what's coming at them, what they're projecting, all of their personal, let's call it hang-ups or conflicts, we become more aware that, yeah, okay, that is what they're experiencing right now. But still, right here, right now, in our presence, we start to realize that nothing at all is about yourself. Even right now, you're in your presence, which supersedes, goes beyond a little tiny chihuahua dog, like of what a me a self-identification is. So we supersede the self-identification because we start to wake up to in our presence that we are not that identification. We are not the experiences in which you've experienced. They occurred, but now you're welcoming back all of your power, all your soul fragmentations, all of your energy, clear and purifying. To our now, it's a total rebirth, a reboost, it's a realignment, amplification, that we emanate and emanate within the body, through the body, through the home, through the neighborhood, through the city, through all of society, for that matter, throughout the whole universe, for that matter. Where it's one eternal presence of your presence after another, after another. But once again, we're no longer magnetized, we're no longer polarized, we're no longer dualized. But we are emanating, expressing now of, as creator, expressing through the physical incarnational journey, through your body. We're no longer identified with a family monad. We're no longer identified with a work scenario. We're no longer identified with What I do is who I am. We're no longer identified with treatments, experiences, even as a child. When you were taught this, you were told that, you were scolded for this, scolded for that. Where right here, right now, we're bringing forth all of oneself, no longer based in space or time, but right here, right now, based in the relevance of the now, which is also the relevance of you, no longer incarnating, no longer taking the stuff in, no longer taking this stuff on, but really being right here, right now, cleared and purified as the divine right order and the divine light order and divine order of oneself, the truth of oneself. The mind will take you down this road or will take you down that road. And I say the mind, but it's not so much the mind, it's more the ego would take you down this road or in that road. To tell you well what about this what about that shouldn't you be this shouldn't you be that shouldn't you do this shouldn't you do that well right now say so, you know thank you so much ego for all of your input but thank you but no thank you because right here right now all is truly well and just to check with yourself right here right now within your presence isn't there more than enough abundance in the bank right here right now is in your body functioning and firing in its own perfection that right here, right now, is starting to accelerate. It may not be to the same radiance the ego may want or think or should and have. But right now, we're giving the life force back to your body. We're taking a trip from the brain, from the mind, into you, which now purifies, divinitizes the mind, as well as the body principle. Right now. Isn't everything completely safe? For fear only exists in linear time based in what if, should have, could have, which feeds all the worries of being out of control and not being able to control your environment, which no one can control their environment. Your only control you have is your action and reactions. So right here, right now, let's just take another breath. Let's feel the relevance of the now, but let's also feel the relevance of you. There's no one attacking, nothing attacking. You're not in offense. You're not in defense. Right now, you're becoming completely wide awake, fully alert, and totally receptive now to the whole universe entirely, which also leads to everything in your life stream shifting over changing over. Because right now, we've welcomed all of our power back, all of our energy back, all of our soul fragmentations back to ourselves in this moment to where now we don't have any predestined destinations, uh, projected identities or outcomes. Now, we're right here, right now. We've we've taken all of ourselves back to where now we can let the universe begin to show you, give you, support you, honor you, love you with new outcomes beyond what the egoic structure could ever come up or imagine. And
0: how's that, Mr. Michael? That's wonderful, William. I was really feeling my presence throughout that. And I wanna talk a little bit more about this, the transition, you had mentioned the transition of when you're aware of your, maybe your body feels heavy or your mind's running and being present, you're taught to, I was taught to, okay, quiet the mind, take a breath, quiet the mind. And at that time, I wasn't as aware of feeling my presence. So my experience was, it was like the mind trying to overcome the mind, like, nope, don't have a thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're having that
1: thought to not have a
0: thought. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and
1: it's that's a futile exercise over time. Yes you outgrow it right and you like you just said michael you wake up to where now we have the mind telling the mind not to have a thought but then the thought to not have a thought is still a thought so <laughs> you're a total oxymoron within yourself then you have that thought to battle the other thoughts and i have fun with it like like when you ask yourself mind do not think of a purple Volkswagen. Right. What's the first imagery that presents? Right. The mind thinks in pictures. <laughs> it, it, well, it, it thinks and then it creates pictures, right? Right. The mind don't think. It's like, huh, what is it like not to think? <laughs> and, but but then you close your eyes, you focus them towards the third eye, where this is where you come in. Right. You have an intellect for a very important purpose. But right now, we're going from thinking into feeling. The thinking part, you got to remember, that comes up as 20% of the mind. Think, think, think. The 80% is all the things you've already perceived and believed to be true and to be reality. So now, now you have the subconscious running the conscious mind. And this is where, unfortunately, so many dear ones get worked up and they get frustrated because... They try to think a new thought, which great job, by the way, awesome, awesome. They try to think a positive rather than negative, and once again, awesome job. But now we're getting to the cost, core, the record, and effect, what was feeding the mind to look at the negative or the positive from day one. And now we're getting to cause core, the record, and effect, the root of the subconscious perceptions or subconscious belief systems or subconscious judgments, because they're all judgments any way you look at it. Uh, what's real, what's not real, what's safe, what's not safe, blah, blah, blah. And then you go into a state of starting to create a reality based in the sub-psyche rather than based in yourself. Yes.
0: And it does take application to tune into our presence. Not only does it take us to break energy, but the thoughts and taking the breath. In my experience, it's, it was just through the repetition of, Mostly tuning into my heart and allowing it to expand. And more and more we do that throughout the day, any one time
1: or multiple times a day, the easier it gets. Exactly, because it's where you even start to think and contemplate for yourself. We're breaking all patterns, all routines for a moment. Why, Mr. Michael? Are you wearing a orange or rust colored overshirt? What is it about that color or that overshirt do you enjoy or do you enjoy it or is it just top behavioral mannerisms of what you were taught and what you have experienced when you tune into rust or orange? And this is where we get to the core of ourselves. Oh, go ahead, buddy.
0: It does give me joy because there's something about the feeling of putting on color. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, and and this orange reddish uh, color, green color, uh, certain blue colors, uh, purple as well, uh, because I have so much so many clothes that are more gray so the contrast when i feel the contrast it's so much
1: more it it enlightens a little uh, completely so with that orange is red what i'm calling rust colored sweatshirt that you have on right now the pullover how is that affecting your mind your body and you
0: when I see it, it
1: it lightens me up. But can you also feel how it's also grounding you? Hmm. I didn't notice that. But maybe that's part of the lightning. That, that's, that's the beautiful part. So you're integrating, you're grounding, so you can become lighter. Because <laughs> it is a very... Integrate equality.
0: Yeah, talk about that grounding and also it's like the cells vibrating, like feeling lighter. How do they work together?
1: You're feeling lighter because the grounded part is where it brings you once again to right here, right now, just to the frequencies and the tones. It's an earth tone as well, to where it's bringing you right here, right now. But then Michael comes forth to emanate way beyond it. So let's, let's use an example. Let's turn that rust-colored, orange-reddish-colored uh, pullover. Let's turn it into bright yellow. This is not meant as color therapy. It's meant <laughs> vibrational frequencies. Now, when you wear canary yellow, or maybe peach. They're more soothing. Uh-huh. And just how much can you feel the change within your physical vibrational frequencies as well as your physical energy? Yeah, I definitely felt this greater level of soothing. Exactly. Now let's try on gray. Let's turn the same garment into gray, which is somewhat its a mixture of black and white. It's heavier. It feels... A little more dense. Can you feel the blondness? Yeah. Okay. Now, this is not a lesson in wear brighter colors. It's more about what do you enjoy? What fits you? And this is where we we go shopping, we go to Macy's, where we go. But now I want to bring our shopping experiences to become conscious. Not by default, not by the sub-psyche. Right. So when we go to the store, we may buy a white suit. Well, my point of buying a white suit, in all reality, it's a beautiful suit, beautiful color. But yet, at the same time, how buzzed are you starting to feel and how scattered are you starting to feel? How much all over ungrounded are you starting to feel within yourself? Now... It's on, not anti-white, black and white, green and white, peach and white, it doesn't really matter. It's more about becoming present as your presence present of what best represents yourself and how you feel. Because how you feel is the crux of the pathway of who you are. Not, emotion is not a feeling, it's emotion. Otherwise, it would be called a feeling. <laughs> your feeling is your presence. And if it either feels expansive, or it feels blah, or it feels heavy, my favorite colors are black and white. Not to look like a penguin or a priest or a nun, but but it, it's interesting. One's grounding, one's expressive. Now, when I look at it, it it's more about simplicity. Although I love other colors, but it, it's when you wear those other colors, it's based in how you feel. At any given moment, I find black and white to be this most simplest mixture because it, it's grounding and it's also expressive. Now, you we wear all black, if you want, then let's give it a go. But then it's kind of cool. Black is just a mixture of all colors. But now are we going to associate it with death? Are we going to associate it with loss? Are we going to associate it with being a Jedi from Star Wars? Or what are we going to associate it with? But what happens when we don't associate it with anything? Your presence is still there. Now it's how best can we emanate exponentially without becoming loopy? Right. I
0: wanted to go back to when you were talking about expanding eventually out through the whole universe and when it comes to some things that I've been taught that your heart frequency can be measured up to 10 feet outside of you. And you, you were also mentioning that it could be so much more than that. And I know yes. that we have measuring devices that measure, but I wanted to bring that up only because I've had that perception and wanted to clarify that with you. Okay. Now what perception did you have, Michael? That your heart frequency can be measured about 10 feet outside of you. Yes. And you were talking about our energy expanding much further than that. Completely. Okay. So is it just because that's all we can measure right now is
1: 10 feet? <laughs> yes, but more, I want you to punch yourself. Right now, let's bring our consciousness right through the heart. Where we can feel it, front, middle, and back. Now I want you to let it expand three feet, just where you can still feel it. Now eight feet, where you can still feel it. Ten feet, twelve feet, just so you can still feel it. Now I want you to to expand. See the walls, it's just the particles of light and particles of consciousness from a physical matrix. I want you to tune into the walls, letting the walls start to dissipate, because they are just particles of consciousness. Now let's expand 23 feet exponentially beyond the identification with the solidified structure, beyond the home, throughout the neighborhood, or nature. Beyond all the ideal of a solidified structure. Once again, taking another deep breath. On the exhale, expanding even further through the trees, through the neighborhood, through the cars, because everything at its bare molecular structure is truly just particles of consciousness programmed to be a certain form. So now let's go beyond that. throughout well, Let's say your whole county, state, province, country, wherever your body may be located. And now let's just take another breath. Inhale for the count of 12 through the nose, all the way down through your lower tummy. Exhaling for the count of 12 going all the way through the continent, you're not going into the planet, you're expanding upon the planet. Now, let's even go beyond that to now expanding upwardly and outwardly throughout the whole universe entirely. Letting all the molecules, particles of consciousness intertwine with the whole universal levels of consciousness within and through the whole universe Let's even go beyond the sun, through the sun, beyond the sun, all the way into, through, and beyond your central sun intelligence. And right now, let's just take a deep breath, bringing our palms together right in front of the heart. So let's inhale for 12, hold for 12. And on the exhale, pushing the palms together right in front of the heart, like in a praying position and pushing the feet into the ground. (sighs) Ah. A nice deep sigh, letting all of this become your new normal. Now we go beyond the idea of density. Density, to sum it up, it's just particles of consciousness vibrating at a lot slower rate. But isn't it awesome? Right now, you're expanding right through it to give it a boost, give the planet a boost, give the universe a boost, as well as giving your body a boost right now. Well, there's nothing that we can grab onto. There's nothing we can force into a box because you honestly are not box Now, going back to the measurement devices, going back to Curlian photography, all these different attributes, you know, where they're programmed to see like a six to eight foot aura. They're programmed to see how big your heart is that goes out 10 feet. Now I want you to honor with me for a moment. Yes, that's what they're going to measure due to the level of consciousness of those that originally created them. But you go well beyond it. but now we're going beyond their filters. They who meanwhile meant the best when they created how blessed we are, that they did create it for even scientifically for your own personal measurements to show you when you're which on practically and factually speaking, and showing you when you're opening up, practically and factually speaking. So namaste to all these dear ones with all of that science, but also this honor that we're going beyond science and science is doing its utmost to keep up and catch up. Thank you, William. Thank you, thank you for
0: all those distinctions about being present, being your presence, and also the experience that you, guided us through to feel and be our presence. So grounding to really feel that part of us outside of our thoughts and judgments to enable us to be, well, at least I'll speak for myself, to be inspired to be that presence more and more and more and how life really does become so much easier in the flow.
1: Exactly. And thank you, Mr. Michael, for the awesome, awesome opportunity to play together again, my good friend.
0: And thank you for joining us on The Relevance of Now with William Linville. Please click subscribe. Join us next time. Until then, namaste. Namaste.